Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopol, and as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the University of Cincinnati Bearcats and the great Oscar Robinson. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, you found the show. That's awesome. First time viewers, that's great. Do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. Let's try to get our viewers up to 700. I am at 662 subscribers. That is awesome. We're keeping it rolling. All right. I uh, start off the show with the you know, comment about the Crosstown shootout, but we just had, I think, breaking news. Anyway, this is was posted by somebody on Bearcat Country that the University of Cincinnati Bearcat basketball team is out of the preseason NIT. And there's no exp- explanation as of right now why. And I think that's bull beep. Now, now this is according to Kelvin Sampson. Now, that is if you believe Kelvin Sansom because he's been known to lie and cheat and well, you know all that. But anyway, Kelvin Sampson just confirmed on a Zoom media call that Houston, as previously reported, is going to play alongside Texas Tech, Gonzaga, and Auburn in the preseason NIT in Orlando. Now, it was supposed to be the Bearcats. I don't know why they're not. Uh, there's been no explanation or anything. So, but we did have some good news today from our coach John Brandon, and here's his video. It's the night that makes basketball fans out of all Cincinnatians. It's the UC Bearcats against the Xavier Musketeers. They have packed Fifth Third Arena to the brim. This is a huge, huge. rivalry. It is crazy. It is Yankees, Red it Sox. Built it's for volatile. years. Hey, Bearcat Nation, the Crosstown Shootout? Are you kidding me? Man, I never missed one of those when I was a kid. 1992 senior year, Terry Nelson guaranteed a victory. I know Huggs couldn't have been happy about that. We won going away. That was our final four team. Then a few years later, when Huggs and Coach Gillen wouldn't shake hands after the game, man, we went the Graders after that game. I had to settle down. Then a few years after that, number one Cincinnati Bearcats, Lenny Brown, hitting that runner for the Xavier win. That was a great win for them. I'm glad Mom had Montgomery in at the house. It would have been all for nothing. 2020. Pandemic. I got kids at school telling my daughters what's going on with the Crosstown Shootout. My wife says it's all over Twitter. It's been a crazy few weeks. But Xavier called. They said they understood it wasn't equitable. That was the term they used. So I thought like we could work something out. So we first offered neutral, and they come to our place at 21. I think they had a lot of games scheduled in 21, so we couldn't do it. So then we came back with, we'll go to your place this year. That's two straight years at the Centos Center. Thought maybe that would break up the schedule in 21, maybe. Didn't work. So then I thought for sure we'll go neutral this year and go two crosstown shootouts in the same year. That's a lot of cheese conies. They didn't go for that one either. Then the last one, the last one I thought they'd really go for. Neutral at Centos, two years, Fifth Third Arena. They didn't go for that one either. They must have football now because they scheduled way, way years ahead. It doesn't seem like it's been very equitable. So, we'll go December 6, 2020, Fifth Third Arena. Go Cats. <laughs> I love that video. I love Coach Brandon. He said, that was a lot of cheese conies. But they did a lot of back and forth trying to get the Crosstown shootout to play. And looks like it's going to happen. So, we got a couple things to discuss as far as Bearcats go. We got... Like I said, the breaking news that I just found out that we're not going to be in the preseason NIT, which I was looking forward to. You know, that was <laughs> we haven't been in the preseason NIT in years. I mean, we were in those, th- those are the tournaments that we were in when we were, you know, number one in the country. We were top five, you know. So it's getting me excited. I'm like, hey, maybe we're getting back to to that. You know, and then it comes out that they're just kicking us out and putting freaking Houston in there. Now, this is all, like I said, according to Kelvin Sampson. And like I said, who believes Kelvin Sampson? I'm sure Houston fans do, but I, you know, I don't know how confirmed it is. But apparently, we're not going to be in there. But we are going to play the Crosstown Shootout, and it's a Wednesday show, so I'm just wanted to do kind of a fun, 
Wednesday uh, topic. What are your favorite memories of the Crosstown shootout? Now, I know some Xavier fans are like, well, it's because we've, you know, our favorite memories we've beat you the last couple of years. Yeah, well, that's about to change, <laughs> in my opinion. But my favorite, my favorite memories were just going to the games with my dad when I was a kid. And then later on uh, with my family, I brought my son, my daughter, my wife. We all went there and it's just intense. It means so much to this city. Uh, who wins, bragging rights, stuff like that, you know, and it's a lot of, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. There are, there, I remember <laughs> one year we went there and there's Xavier fans running up down the stairs with their banners and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to win. And I'm like, at the end of the game, I was like, you didn't, we won. <laughs> anyway, those are fun times. Um, I'm hoping to get some Bearcat conversation going on here. Yeah, you know, I'd like to find out why, if anybody knows out there, anybody, like a Bearcat country, you guys posted this. If you guys can get on here and tell me why or what you've heard or what's going on right now, because I'm on the air, it's like kind of hard for me to, to look it up as to find out why we're not in the preseason NIT. All right, now, Zach Taylor had his press conference today. And we had these discussions a lot this week about A.J. Green. Does he want to be here? Is he giving full effort? You know, stuff like that. So. Very first question right off the bat was about AJ Green. And it says, What is your expectations this week for AJ? Zach, he will take today off. He usually does. It's a scheduled day off for on Wednesdays, but I expect him to practice tomorrow. He's feeling good. So we'll see what happens. This whole thing with AJ has been very, very strange, I'll say. Um, I don't I don't know what's going on with it. It's very strange, very because if you're hurt, you don't play. So if you're hurt, you can't ask for a trade. <laughs> anyway, uh, Xavier Williams, they signed him. Uh, the question is, uh, does Zach, uh, Xavier Williams said he was fam familiar with some of the terminology on the defense. Is that why you guys signed him? And Zach said, I wouldn't say that was the primary reason. Uh, but he's a, he's a guy. We felt we should add him to the group. So. I think it's just injuries and they need, they need people. All right. I got a couple questions here. Let's see here. Uh, Dennis, what do you got here? Uh, I think Zach Taylor was so lucky. He was around Sean McVay, not that Sean McVay. I think the Bengals thinks he's a quarterback whisperer. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I do. He, he did get a lot of credit for being with Sean McVay and he's getting a lot of, um, a lot of fight back. A lot of people think we should fire him, but I don't know. We'll see. You know, we still got a long ways to go. I got to know if I'm done this here. What'd you say here? Uh, I'm speaking to some of the Bengal fans who feel, feel my pain. It's better if a rookie quarterback. That no, have, wait, have no rookie, a rookie head coach. His second season. How long is that going to take? I, I'm sorry, Dennis. I don't, I can't, feel my pain it's better if a rookie quarterback no or doesn't have a rookie head coach well actually um zach's not a rookie anymore uh his rookie year was last year so um yeah i mean everybody keeps talking about firing zach but the thing like i said is you you can't uh go into this year after year after year firing the coach firing the coach firing the coach i'm telling you to fix that off its line i think it's going to be a lot better now we got some more stuff here from zach's um press conference now talk about the um the secondary for the colts because we had a discussion about this yesterday and just the defense in general uh, about the colts and how the the Bengals could attack it and what do they have to worry about now here's a question he said what kind of challenge does joe face meaning joe freaking burrow on the Colts secondary, as Zach said, they're, they're tight in coverage. They have a lot of picks because I think they picked them off six times this year, pick, pick people off six times this year. They are very disciplined against the run, very sound with their fundamentals, fundamentals, and they don't overcomplicate things. So they're very sound, very bait. To me, that's only a very basic defense. They don't do a whole lot of crazy stuff, but they're very good at what they do. So that is going to be 
pose a problem for Joe? I don't know because he's a like I said, he's a very good quarterback, and he had a, a bad game. <laughs> he even admitted they had the whole offense had a very bad game on Sunday. So I, I don't if Joe Burrow is the great quarterback that we all think he is going to be, this should be a bounce back for him. You know, it should be um, a bounce back game and hopefully he'll take over and take off because that's what the great quarterbacks do. They don't they don't let these bad games bother them and they just put their head down and go to work and try to figure out what to do um, next next game and moving forward. And that's where I think Joe's at in his development here. And like I said, the thing is about his development, we have to. All remember, he's very, very good, but he's still a rookie, you know. So the Baltimore Ravens confused him. <laughs> I think that's obvious on the blitz schemes and the coverage, you know, the blocking schemes that they missed confused him, confused, you know, like I said, Jim Turner, the offensive line coach. I don't, I'll say yesterday, I think maybe he's the guy that should go. But biggest reason I said that yesterday because I had a couple people comment uh, on the show after the show. Biggest reason I think that he should be gone is because. Like I said, obviously the Bengals, Zach Taylor, Duke Tobin, listened to their coaches. When Lou Amaretto said, we got to change it, they changed it. Turner said, we're fine. Hasn't worked out Hasn't worked out at all this year for that. All right, Bengals report, what do you got? Uh, Joe Mixon, fifth in rushing so far, a yard so far. Yeah, I'm just thinking <laughs> – I keep saying, just think what it'd be like if he had an offensive line. <laughs> he might be number one. I mean, and I, I know I keep going back to the point about Jacksonville and the way to play it against them. I don't care how bad Jacksonville is, and they're, and they're not very good. But you put 505 total yards on any team in the NFL, that's pretty good. And to me, like I said, everybody keeps getting mad at Zach and blaming Zach for the way they're playing and getting mad at Zach's play calling. Did did anybody get upset about Zach's playing call, play calling in Jack in the Jacksonville game? I not did not hear one single comment on that. Like I said, we did two Bengals shows Monday and Friday last week, and I do you know three of them by myself, and nobody said a, that I know, that I remember, a word about firing Zach Taylor or, or his play calls or any of that stuff that week. So to me, that is what Zach Taylor wants the offense to look like, and – perform like and if or i don't know when they fix this offensive line hopefully in the offseason you know that's what moving forward our offense is going to look like all right more things about the um the um the colts here let's see here now their run efficiency now they win third downs more times than not that's another part of this of of this keys to these games of this game. We have to do a better job. And I, I always say, and people get on you say we. Well, I'm a Bengals fan. It's we for me. We have to do a better job of third down conversions. And if you look in the previous games before Baltimore, the Bengals actually did pretty good at converting third downs. That's going to be a key. That's a key in any game, <laughs> converting third downs. And Joe Burrow said it in his press conference. And I think Zach Taylor said it. You can't do it when you're when you're third and you know five, third and two, third and three. And, you know it's easier, but when you're third and twenty four and third and fifteen or you know whatever we were, which are those are actual third downs for the Ravens game. It's really hard to convert those. All right, Bengals report. You think AJ Green is going to be traded? No, I don't think he's going to be traded. Uh, I said this yesterday and multiple multiple times. Two reasons. One, he's getting paid $18 million. Actually, three reasons. One, he's getting paid $18 million a year. Two, he hasn't done anything in almost three years. Three, he's playing this year. And again, he hasn't done anything. So, and if you saw his effort, and it's all over Facebook, all over Twitter, his effort after that fumble, I don't know anybody's going to trade for him because the, and, and, the biggest reason is he's not producing. Now, one thing they did talk about in the press conference with Zach about trying to get um, uh, Joe and AJ on the same page and get them uh, going. And to me, a, a big reason why AJ is having such a hard time getting going, 
other than the fact I think he's hurt. AJ will admit it. He is a rep guy. He needs reps, 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 reps. He didn't get them. You know, him and AJ, him and Joe, I don't, I, I don't know if they ever got together in the offseason and threw, you know, to each other. Um, that's where OTAs have been good, uh, actual regular training camp, preseason games, stuff like that. So they could, you know, figure out the right routes, figure out when AJ should break it off. You know, those are things that AJ did not get this year that he strives on. He he needs that as far as, you know, getting better in being the AJ Green of old. But like I said, I also really think that he's injured and he's completely frustrated. All right. Hang on, Adam. I got you here. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. AJ Green would not be traded. He is just battling with injuries on the field. That's why he's lost a step a little, but he will get his mojo back. I hope so. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, Austin, sorry, Adam, and get two first names, Adam also. Adam, I agree with you. I really do think he's hurt. I really do think that's a lot to do with the way he's playing. And I and that's where I that's where I think his frustration comes in. Because AJ for seven straight years, seven Pro Bowls, he was never, I mean, well, I don't say never. He was like one year he got injured, but he came back. <laughs> he, you know, he wasn't gone the whole year. Oh no, that was the first year. Now take that back because I was at that game. That was a game against Buffalo. That was a, that was three years ago. That was the beginning of him getting injured. So, but for seven years, he wasn't injured and he made the Pro Bowl and he was one of the top five, top three receivers in the NFL. So, yeah, it's. I think it's very, very frustrating for AJ. I know it's frustrating for him because you're used to be able to do stuff that you just can't do right now. Like I said, either because you're injured, you lost this stuff, or whatever. You know, the point is they're not trading AJ. Everybody needs to get that out of their head. That's not happening, and I don't think AJ is trying to get out of Cincinnati. I really don't, because, like I said, in pastures. Who would trade for him right now? Uh, he looks like he, they're all seeing the same thing that we're seeing. It looks like he's lost a step. Looks like he's injured. He's not being very productive. Why would anybody trade for him? You know, now watch you turn around and the Bengals are trading tomorrow, but I, I can't see any NFL team trading for him. I mean, the Jets just released Le'Veon Bell because of him being disgruntled and all this stuff, you know, which was, <laughs> I think Le'Veon Bell really messed up and <laughs> he lost a ton of money. Who knows where he's going to end up yet? Maybe I haven't seen anything yet of where he's going to end up. <laughs> I know this is such a sports uh, broadcast, but I was listening to um, uh, 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 Dan Patrick today, and he had a guy from ESPN, and he kept repeating over and over. I think Le Le'Veon Bell is going to go back to Pittsburgh, and there's no way Pittsburgh's going to, or excuse me, Pittsburgh is going to let him come back. So <laughs> it's like anyway. All right, question from Facebook user here. All right, but once you start getting injured and older, you'll you'll never be the same. But AJ still AJ, yeah. I mean, and that's that is true. Once you the injuries pile up, it does take a toll on your body. And the thing is, with these injuries, AJ hasn't. Um, you have to okay. You have to adjust. I guess is the thing, and maybe the Bengals need to adjust AJ too, um, like Larry Fitzgerald. He's prolonged his career. He doesn't have the speed he used to. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that anymore, but he's prolonged his career by moving into a slot. Now, AJ's body type really isn't a slot receiver, but I don't think AJ is the deep threat, at least right now. Unless he gets healthy, he maybe he will be. But right now, I don't think he's the deep threat. I don't think his legs can take it. Because if you look at the very first play in the oh, what was that? That was the it wasn't the um, last week's. It was all oh, oh, Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguar game. The very first pass, Joe Frigaborough threw. He threw it straight to AJ. And AJ did not have that burst to go get the ball. He actually started running to the sideline and kind of grabbed his leg. And I'm like, oh, he. I think he just hurt himself. And, you know, and then last week he was sitting out because he hurt himself. So I, I do think that they need to kind of maybe – change the game plan on how they use AJ and AJ needs to realize that he doesn't 
have it. You know, maybe he'll get it back. I don't know. But right now he doesn't have that speed. He doesn't have that that explosion. It's not there. Um, which the only thing that concerns me, and I know all that's there, but I haven't seen the fight for the contested ball like AJ was known for, you know, because I mean, it had Andy Dalton and Andy Dalton wasn't as accurate as Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow, Joe freaking Burrow has put the ball right there. And there's sometimes where some of these plays where AJ could have fought a little bit more for the ball, I think made a little bit of effort. And I don't know. That's the part that I don't know what's going on. I don't know why, why he looks like that. You know, I, I don't know. Let's see here. Got our question here. Facebook user. There just has to be a damn good reason to get. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's another reason. I don't, I don't know why you get rid of them. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see a good reason to get rid of them. I mean, your option is John Ross. <laughs> I mean, because you replaced uh, Ross with Tate. So you trade AJ. So who are you going to play? You know, I, I, I completely agree with you there. I, I don't, I don't see it benefiting the Bengals getting rid of him. I mean, right now, I mean, you, you just hope that he can get healthy and he, you know, provides something for you. I mean, you could say, Oh, we'll get a six, seven round pick. I don't think we're going to get that. I don't think people are going to give us that. And I just, I don't think it's worth it. I mean, you get a six, seven round pick. You're giving up AJ green. If AJ green, we still got long ways to go. People. I mean, this season just started. We're, we're still in the first, month of the season so we got a long ways to go so um aj can get better and the thing is you got a rookie wide receiver in t higgins and he is learning from aj and you got tyler boyd there who's still learning from aj so these are also things that you know aj can and has i think done for the uh for the team you know these young wide receivers all right, Joe. I think Higgins can be our deep threat. Maybe uh, Higgins doesn't really have the speed. I mean, to be honest, it's hard to to tell that. I mean, they've taken shots with him because Joe Burrow hasn't had time to throw the ball for the deep threat. It's one of the big biggest reasons. Another reason we ha haven't had the deep ball. You know, you got to have time to throw it. And, you know, you got to be able to sometimes let the wide receiver be able to make a, you know, a double move to get to get open, you know, so it takes a little while for that play to develop. All right, Facebook user. After that, he's dragging us down. My opinion, I can't get past that play, but the Bengals will not trade him. Nothing there. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I have a very hard time watching AJ not give an effort, you know, after, after that fumble and him gingerly jogging. He ran up the field, but he ran nowhere close to the guy who had the ball. I do agree. That was just very, that's not AJ. <laughs> like that's not the AJ green that I know. The AJ green, I know would fight his butt off and go get that guy. You know, I, I don't, I just, you know, anyway, uh, let's see. I've got more questions. All right. Facebook user. Only way to benefit is to get an entire offense offensive line right now. Yeah. I mean, there's, I agree with you, but there's that's where I, I said this yesterday. That was my biggest topic yesterday. They should have fixed that in the offseason. You guys watching knew our, our offensive line was bad. I knew our offensive line was bad. Jim Turner, for some reason, told Zach Taylor and Duke Tobin that we're good. I don't know why he told them that. And like I said, you know they listened to their coaches because Lou Amarillo said, this ain't going to work. We got to change it all up. And they did. So I, that's where... You know, we do need an offensive line that's they're going to grab anybody they can off the street. The guy I keep, I, I'm not saying he's going to be fix everything, but he got a Denagi and Turner graded him as a second rounder and we got him in the fifth and he hasn't seen the field yet. And we've tried everybody. <laughs> Why isn't a Denagi giving a shot? I don't know. That's. That's one that I think, and I don't know why I haven't heard one person from the media ask him that. You know, I watched him as all of Zach Taylor's 
uh, press conference. I haven't, I don't remember that question coming up. Where's the Why don't you give him a shot? You know, unfortunately, I just got a YouTube show. I don't have a press pass. So or I would ask because <laughs> I'm curious. All right, Mike Kyle. Like you said, Jeff, I think AJ is upset because of the injuries, but at the same time, he isn't happy with the losing, just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's, who would be? <laughs> who would be happy with the with the losing right now? Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy with the losing. You know, I mean, it sucks. I mean, it's really the part that's really frustrating to me is if we had fixed the offense line like, like we fixed the defense, we'd be a pretty good team right now <laughs> with AJ Green being injured. You know, I mean, look at our offense when it's clicking. You know, Joe Burrow had three consecutive 300 yard games. That's with this crappy offensive line. Just think what we could have done with a good one. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, you said right now. I don't know what you're talking about. You said right now. Please clarify because <laughs> you know, I don't have your name on there. It says Facebook user. All righty. Uh, Facebook user. AJ is also double teamed. Yeah, he is double teamed a lot. And that does, even with his injuries and with him not being productive, that does help the other guys that help Boyd get open. That helps T. Higgins get open. That's the thing. If we don't have AJ on the field, they can play, they can single up everybody. So that that is a, a big key, you know, to that he does still draw a double team. He's still AJ freaking green. Jeremy Dane, I'm with that guy. It was, it was me about AJ. What? Which 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 guy are you talking about, Jeremy? There's a couple guys. <laughs> Comments about AJ. I'm not sure which one you're talking about, bud. But anyway, I do think this game with the Colts is winnable. I, the defense is is pretty good, but like I said, we got to win on third downs and we got to score in the red zone. That's another thing that Zach Taylor was asked about in his um, press conference. You know. He's frustrated as the rest of us. And the thing is, though, me and Jeremy and Mike have talked about this on our Bengals shows. How many touchdowns has the Bengals gotten taken away from them? I mean, technically, we should have won the Chargers game. Um, there's holding penalties on these. Now that they're all <laughs> they're all by the Bengals. It's not all the referees. You know, there's so many times that we're right there, and we just we shoot ourselves in a foot and that comes down to execution. And a lot of it, like I said, I hate to say, but a lot of it is holding calls on the offensive line, which comes again that we needed to fix that. All right, Adam. And don't forget, sometimes Joe overthrows his way. At yeah. And that's one thing I will, nobody said that. And I love Joe Burrow, but they're the deep balls that he has thrown. They haven't really been on target, you know, I will take. I will clarify that though. the one to John Ross in the first game against the Chargers was right there. That's what drives me nuts about John Ross. John Ross extends his arms, jumps in the air, goes all out, and tries to catch it. It might be a touchdown, but yeah, I don't think Joe's deep ball has been there like it was in college. Now a lot of that again has to do with the pressure he's getting. You know, on the off, uh, offensive line. Okay. Right now was correcting a typo. And, oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a problem. Yeah. I, you are right on that. I, it, our, what, our defense is played good. And that's, that's the thing, too. Our defense, we had so many injuries on our defense. And they still stepped up and kept us in. Every game. I mean, we were in the Baltimore game. They let uh, 20 points. It was it was 17 points for, uh, you know, almost over half the game. So our defense has has been in it. It has kept us in it. All right. Uh, Jeremy Dane, I'm not giving AJ a pass here. What he did was inexcusable. We have young guys all over this team starting, and he's acting like a diva. Yeah. I, I mean, I – I can't really argue with that. And the part that is that surprising to me is that's not the AJ Green that I've come to know and love. That's one thing I really enjoyed about AJ. He wasn't one of these diva wide receivers, you know. Look at me, look at me, look at me. That wasn't AJ. And it's still, I'm not saying this is AJ. He's not saying that, but just 
I don't know. There's something, there's something up. I, I, I can't put my finger on what it is. Facebook user. Only games we should truly, or only, sorry, I'll try that again. Only game we truly should have lost was the last one against the Ravens. I, yeah, I agree with you. We've been in a lot of, and I, people will get on me about the Browns game. The Browns game, if we were in it, <laughs> if we score a little more, which to me comes down to the offensive line. We could, uh, we could, uh, we could have won. I mean, like the Chargers game. <laughs> that one, we there's no excuse. We should have won that one. The Eagles, we should have won that one. I mean, there's, and the Eagles. How many times we go down the red zone and not score? I'm like, uh, it's just been frustrating. Jim Turner needs to be fired. That's that's kind of what I'm saying. There, Mike. All right, Dennis. I don't think Zach knows how to be a head coach. Okay. He got very lucky to be with the Rams since then went to the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals, like, maybe we can get them to his, right. We can get them his magic might do some, I don't know. You want to get rid of, I got it, Dennis. You want to get rid of Zach. I know. All right, Zach. Then who do you want to hire? Don't go out there and say we need to get Bill Belichick. We need to go out and get one of these big time name coaches. Cause that never happens in Cincinnati. <laughs> We've never had that. So if Zach Taylor is so bad and the Bengals have been in every single game and they were in every, almost every single game last year, if he's so bad and who, who we, who we getting, you know, who, who, who else? Please tell me. <laughs> Jeremy Joe gets 2.4 seconds. Worst in the league. Our O-line is at the bottom of every category. You're right, Jeff. Kind of hard to throw the perfect long ball. Joe is our future. Yeah, I just, I can't. I know every show I'm like offensive line, offensive line, but it's still blatantly obvious. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like, and that's why I don't understand. Why did Jim Turner say we're good? I don't get that. You know, I don't get it. Dennis, man, AJ was a, what? In the olden days, they had... I have no idea. Okay, we're not playing... I'm olden days here, and I don't even know what you're talking about there. Uh, Okay, Adam. There you go. I always want to start Finley to save Burrow for next year because these coaches really believe we can win with this O-line. I Honestly, I don't know if they believe that anymore because they keep bringing guys in. But yeah, that is an option. And I'll put it to you this way. I said, Jeremy was, we're blowing our phones up back and forth uh, during this Raven game. We, we got to get him out. We got to get him out. If they didn't take him out on that Ravens game, they're not taking him out. Um, the, I mean, Dennis brought this up yesterday. Well, we should have kept Andy Dalton to be a test, you know, crash test dummy or whatever, however Dennis put it. Um, yeah, you put Finley in there, but is, is that going to help Joe's development? I, and that that's where it's, to me, it's, it's a fine line, you know. Joe needs to play to get better. The offense line needs to get better. I don't know if it's going to or not. To me, last year they did get better. Not great, but they did get better. So put it this way. If we're getting blown out like we did in Baltimore, yes, take him out. I agree with you. Put Finley in. That's what they should do. Throw the white flag up, do that. But I don't think we should let Joe sit. The entire season and let Finley take snaps because I don't think that's going to help develop the chemistry that Joe needs to develop with T Higgins, with Tate, with Boyd, you know, with Joe Mixon, you know, it doesn't develop. And I'm, I hate to say guys, but most of these guys from this offensive line are going to be here next year. I mean, that whole left side and the center center from, from center to left tackle. We're, we're I won't say we're fine, but I'm okay with it because uh, General Williams is getting better. Michael Jordan is getting better. Hopkins is good. You fix that right tackle and that right guard, it's going to make a big difference. All right. Uh, there you go. Yep. See, that's what Jeremy said. Jeremy, I'm with you, Adam. That's what he was he was hollering for. All right, Dennis, what do you got here? Uh, if the Bengals don't want to win, they can pick an unknown quantity. If they want to win, they need a coach that has been there it may cost some money, but if you want to win, you need to spend money, right? And that, yeah, I got you. But 
Sean McVay, where'd he come from? Did the Rams spend a ton of money to get him? No. Uh, Bill Belichick, who's one of the best co- you know coaches ever, he <laughs> he was he got fired for the Browns. You know, you these just because a guy had success other places doesn't mean he's going to have success in Cincinnati. These great coaches that NFL teams get, most of the time they got them from other teams' coaching staffs. That's where the great teams get their coaches from. I'm not saying Zach Taylor is a great coach by any means. I haven't. I don't know yet, but I don't think he's god awful. I mean, <laughs> god awful is David Shula. That guy was god awful. You know, there's no reason he should have been a head coach. I don't, the only reason he was a a coach in the NFL because his last name is Shula. Okay, Zach Taylor, I think is. I, I don't think he's a bad coach. And the thing is, somebody else brought this up. I can't remember what show it was, but they said there's no accountability on this team, and I don't. I disagree with that. Because look how many times uh, in the middle of the game, Zach has pulled our right guard and put somebody else in there. You know, how many times has he done that? He did that last year. You know, so yes, there is accountability. When they don't play right and they're not where they're supposed to be, he'll pull them. You know, they're done. So I I don't agree with that. And I don't agree with that Zach Taylor is this terrible coach. I mean, if you actually look at what's going on with the team and you have – the only thing that we are talking about that we were all, all of us, every single one of us are complaining about is the offensive line. That's what we're complaining about. We're not complaining about the defense. They fixed that. We're not complaining about the wide receivers. I mean, except for AJ Green. We're not complaining about the running backs. We're not really complaining about the tight ends. I mean, Drew Sable, they drafted him. Looks like he's he's stepping up this year. You know, it's he's starting to work out and play good. The only thing we're complaining about is the offensive line. To me, Jim Turner. Zach Taylor listened to Jim Turner and he shouldn't have. <laughs> That's the guy you fire is Jim Turner because the biggest problem with this team is the offensive line. So you want to blow everything up, start all over again and, and get another coach that I just, uh, sorry, that doesn't make any sense. I'm getting a lot of people keep saying that. And it's just like, it, that doesn't make sense. You good winning organizations don't keep running through coaches. Okay. Look at the New York Jets. How many coaches have they had? They're going to go through. They're going to Adam Gase is going to get fired. They're going to have three different coaches. I mean, uh, Sam Darnold is going to have his third coach if he's still the quarterback next year. Sam Darnold, in most people's mind, should have been the number one pick in that draft. They have ruined him by going through coaches and going through coaches and going through coaches and changing this and changing that. Good NFL teams, and I'll say the Patriots, do this. You have a plan and you stick to the plan. The Bengals had a plan. With the defense, it worked. The defense is way better than it was. They had a plan with the offensive line. It didn't work. Not all your plans are going to work. But I'm telling you, they can fix this, and it's not by firing the coach. That 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 puts you back years because then you got to put in a new, uh, whole new coaching staff. You got to put a new offensive system in, a defensive system, everything. You know, you got to start all over again. And one of the questions that Zach got about uh, Jesse Bates. Why is he doing so so better so much better this year? It's his second year in the system. That's the thing. You keep bringing coaches in, new systems, new this, new that. Then the guys got to go. Okay, got to start all over again. And, okay, I'm supposed to be here. Okay, then you have missing assignments, and I know we're having missing assignments on the offensive line again. I think that's Jim Turner. But those are the things. That's why you don't get rid of the coach after two years. I mean, Marvin Lewis was here for 13, and. The, honestly, the only time I really think we should have got rid of him, I think we were like two years, two years too late, you know, to get rid of Marvin because he's been here so long. Now, when you've been to, in a, an organization for that long, yes, it's time to move on, you know, move up to the front office, move on somewhere else. That's where Mike Brown held on to Marvin Lewis too long, you know, but Zach Taylor is not going anywhere. You know, he's not. All right. Let's see here, Adam. All right, Adam, and I respect Joe because he doesn't complain. Exactly. I love that about Joe. Doesn't complain about the O-line, and you know it's bad, but you would think the O-line would take and take that and go hard for him. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem I have with the O-line is the missing assignments. That's the part that drives me nuts. You know, I, I said this on the past couple of shows. If they're better than you and they get beat. I mean, Jonah Williams got flat beat 
when Joe Burrow got sacked from behind. He got flat beat, but he was there and he was fighting his butt off trying to, to stop the guy. There's so many times that we had missing assignments. And like I said, I don't know if that's, I mean, Joe will take the blame and say, you know, I missed some uh, blocking schemes there, you know? So yeah, I, I, I love that about Joe. And that's the thing I loved about AJ Green. He never complained. He never said that stuff. That's why I don't know why he's doing it now. So anyway, let's see here. Joe, Zach Taylor will be fine. We need to fix the offensive line. Turn these go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, thank you. Well said. Yes. That's, you know, I, I, I agree with you, Joe. I, I don't, you can't keep changing. I can't keep changing the coach. Now, the funny thing is I say that. Now, if you watch any of my shows about the Reds, I want David Bell fired. And there's a difference. He has a team that can win the World Series, okay? I, in my opinion, at least should score <laughs> in the playoffs, okay? And, yes, he's only been there for two years, but he's been given the players to do that. Zach Taylor right now is playing, playing with, a, you know, one arm tied behind our back with this offensive line. You know, it's a like a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. You know, we don't have all our guns. So you, to me, you can't judge Zach on that yet. You know, you can argue with me all day you want about it, but that's the facts. And that's what I try to do on the show. Give you the facts. And the facts are the offense line stinks. And that's the biggest problem with this team. Okay. Dennis, you're back. All right. What do you got here? Bill, Bill Belichick had an average quarterback. He wouldn't be so great. Tom Brady and Cam Newton, Drew Bledsoe, take all of them away, and Belichick can't get her done. Okay. Well, Zach Taylor has got a really good quarterback in Joe Burrow. So, and Joe Burrow, like I said, this had three 300 yard games. That's the most by a rookie. You know, no rookie's done that. So, I think <laughs> Zach Taylor's got himself a really good quarterback. And I think it's on par with the same thing that Bill Belichick got. So, yes, I agree with you, Dennis. So, that's what I'm not sure. What your point was to that, what you said, but yes, I, I agree with you. And I think we're going to be okay. I'm, is Zach Taylor going to be awesome? I have no idea, but you can't judge him because you, you got to judge him on the stuff that he's doing. <laughs> you know, he, you got to judge the offensive line sucks. We all know that. I mean, I keep saying that, but the rest of the team has gotten better, you know, and they haven't quit on Zach. And that's the thing you got to notice. If you ever watch David Shula, Okay, do you guys remember? I can't remember the, the linebacker's name, but he was the one who had the eye paint and they pulled it down like this. He's rubbing David Shula on, on his head. Oh, good boy. Oh, good boy. They didn't give two craps what David Shula said. They're listening to Zach Taylor. They're listening to him. They're trying, you know? So, it, I go. Offensive line. Offensive line. That's, anyway, let's see here. What do you got, Jeremy? Shula. What? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> All right. Let me see. We got some more questions. I know I missed some of you guys. Let me see. Uh, okay. Here, Mike. Let's see. Here. All right, Mike. Uh, Jeff, I agree. The Bengals shouldn't fire Zach. If you don't have a have or if you don't have a head coach lined up. Yeah, and they don't. And the thing is, the we talked about this yesterday too, where somebody asked me. You think we should have gotten uh, Zimmer as the coach? I said, yeah, that would have been great. And that's where I just said a little while ago that, that Mike Brown held on to Marvin Lewis about two or three years too long. That's where they should have made the transition to go in uh, for, for Marvin Lewis to move up. Now, you could say that that why is why is it why is it working with New England? Okay, well, New England, they go through guys so quick, you know. You are not there that long. I mean, Tom Brady, uh, you know, everybody knows was the only one there was from beginning to end. You know, everybody else, they rotate and go through. And the Bengals, when we had that five-year run, we had a lot of the same guys. And they've been there for five, six, seven years. You know, and hearing the same stuff from, from Marvin, you know, sometimes goes in one year, year and out the other. And that's where you have a veteran team like that where they kept it. Now, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's the way normal NFL teams do it, they keep uh, a lot of the good players and your, your, your head coach. And, you know, after a while they keep hearing the same thing and you're not listening. I mean, Mike McCarthy had the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's why Mike McCarthy is in Dallas. Now coaches change. It's 
what Bill Belichick has done in, in New England, nobody's done. <laughs> I don't think there's been a head coach except for, I think, George Hallis from the Chicago Bears and because he owned the team. <laughs> coach was a head coach longer than Bill Belichick. I mean, you check me. I'm just I'm just guessing. I don't think that's wrong, but, you know, we'll see here. Hang on a second. More comments. Okay, Adam. All right. Let's see, Adam. All right. Do you do you see how fast we sign D tackle to replace DJ Reader? Why can't we sign somebody on the O line to help? Jim Turner is stubborn. He really believes this is the best O line. Well, they, yeah. Well, somebody said yesterday that they were talking about signing some guy from Minnesota. Uh, was, the guy who said, I think the name was Jim. I haven't heard anything about that. And yeah, they they went out and hurried up inside this guy. Well, I don't, Adam, it's a good question. I don't know. Um, because they, they went out and got guys, you know, that they, that they know they went and got Redmond back, which worked one week and worked the next week. My, my biggest thing is with Turner. And I, I do. I think, I think Turner is kind of stubborn and keeps trying to use the same guys. That's not working. And I've said this, and I said on this show, I don't know if you guys heard me when I said it before, but I don't know why a is not getting a, a, a chance. You know, and I don't understand why nobody in the media has asked. And I mean, if anybody out there has heard the media ask why Hakeem Adenajai is not playing, please tell me because I have not heard it. And for them to rotate all everybody, I mean, they've played everybody at right guard that they could possibly play except Adenajai. I don't know why. You know, I, and, I, and I don't, I'm really just surprised that nobody's asked that question. You know, why has he played? Is he hurt? Because I looked on the injured injured list. I don't see him on there. So, I mean, that's, to me, I'm not saying it's the best case scenario, but I, at this point, I'd rather play him than some guy off the street that's been sitting at home for, you know, the whole season, not played. You know, I'd rather try to get a Denajah shot and see what's going on. So, I don't know. All right, Dennis. Adam, I agree with you 100%. You hit it, the nail right on the hammer. Yep, exactly. We all agree with you, Adam. I I just, I don't know. It, it's very frustrating. Um, The thing is, I mean, offensive linemen are not a dime a dozen. You know, that's why if there's very, very few offensive linemen that are drafted in the first round. I mean, if you are good enough to be drafted in the first round, I mean, there might be one, maybe two on a, on a regular NFL draft that are drafted in the first round. They are very hard to find. You know, that that is one position that is hard because you got to be, you know, a six, seven, 300-something pound athletic dude who can move. Those don't just grow on trees. So there, we're not the only team that has had a rookie quarterback and had a terrible offensive line. I mean, look at you guys look at the uh, Houston Texans when David Carr was on there. He got crushed and they never could fix their offensive line. Hopefully <laughs> that won't happen with the Bengals. And like I said, I, it's not like the Bengals haven't tried. And I'm not trying to defend them, but it, uh, these are the facts. <laughs> they have tried. You got a boy. He, you got, uh, Billy Price, you got, you know, these guys, they, they have tried. It just has not worked. I wish it would have. I mean, put it this way. If Billy Price is the center that he was supposed to be, that makes Hopkins your right guard. That that would fix it right there. I mean, you still have Bobby Hart, but that would really fix the offensive line if Billy Price actually worked and was the center that we they drafted him to be. I mean, that would fix it, you know? It just hasn't happened. All right, Joe. I live 45 minutes from Athens and watched Burrow play high school football. All I got to say, we Cincinnati Bengals fans absolutely have a stud rookie quarterback. Oh, I I have got a huge, Joe, I've got a man crush on Joe Burrow. <laughs> I will completely admit it. He is the best rookie quarterback, me personally, I have ever seen. I mean, to watch him break down a defense when he has time to do it <laughs> and make plays and get the ball and his passes. I mean, me and my boys from Bengals Nation, we've talked that they're right there. Like I said, deep ball, that's not there yet. But like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with pressure on him. And that makes a big difference, you know? But yes, Joe Burrow, and that's the thing. Dennis said, you know, 
well, Bill Belichick had this quarterback and had this quarterback. What NFL court coach has ever been like a legendary good coach that didn't have a really good quarterback? I mean, Joe Gibbs, you say he won it with three different guys, but yeah, one of them was Joe Theismann, who's a Hall of Famer. Other one was Doug Williams, who had a just tremendous year, could be a Hall of Famer. And um, I can't even remember the third guy, <laughs> Ripken. Bill, I think his name Rip Ripken. So, I mean, you can win it with a guy, you know, for one year, but if you win multiple, multiple Super Bowls, those are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's the level that Joe Burrow is at. All right. I'm talking too much here. I'm trying to get to your questions. Hold on. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Adam. Okay. Our organization is just weird for some reason. We just can't be great. It's a Cincinnati thing in general, <laughs> Adam. I mean, we had. I keep saying we had five straight playoff seasons and could not win a playoff game to save our life. And that to me was the biggest problem with Marvin Lewis and Dusty Baker. Because that same period of time, Dusty Baker couldn't get us out of the first round of the playoffs. And to me, they both were too relaxed, you know, you, you know, and, and people like Zach doesn't get, get on people. I've seen Zach get on people, you know, and like I said, I've seen him bench people. So those are things you got to be held accountable for. And I don't think Marvin Lewis did it enough. I mean, Jared Dean, he loves Vontez perfect. If Vontez, if Marvin Lewis could get, ever got him to stop doing stupid crap, Vontez perfect would have been the best linebacker in the NFL when he played. Because when he's playing, he was awesome. But he did too many stupid things. And Marvin Lewis is like, ah, oh, come on. It's okay. Come on. You, you got to do better. Like, no, 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 no. You do something that done, dumb, sit your ass on the bench. That's what they should have done, but they didn't. So that's, I think, the problem with the organization. And I'm hoping Zach Taylor is changing that just from the stuff that I've seen him do uh, the last uh, the, the last two years. Uh, sorry, hold on a second here. Uh, uh, okay, Jeremy, you're next. Okay, uh, there are no teams giving – up O-linemen, we should have done done more before the season. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can find a guy. Just not lying. You should see what he does with Joe's cigars. What? <laughs> All about my man crush? Yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be a secret, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, Strawberry Ice is in love with Joe Burrow. Yes, he is. Strawberry Ice is in love with Joe Burrow. I like him. Anybody, anybody, hey, Joe, you you uh you said you you watched Joe Burrow play or Jim, whatever your name was. Tell Joe to come on my show. I would love to interview him. Adam, and thanks, Dennis. I've just been in misery with this team for so long. I don't know if we'll ever get over the hump. You know, the thing is, I did a little rant about that when the Reds lost. Because <laughs> hey, I'm a Reds fan. I'm a Bearcats fan. I'm a Bengals fan. I keep saying this. One of these days, we're going to win, and it's going to be so much fun. I don't know when that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm hoping it's sometime soon. I'm hoping it's before I die. That'll be great. But, you know, we'll see. Jeremy, I feel you, Adam, one day, man. Exactly. Exactly. We all feel you, Adam. We all feel exactly the same way. One of these days, it's going to happen. And then we can go up to all the little Tweety Birds and all the Rat Birds and the Squealers fans and go, <laughs> bleep you! <laughs> all right, let's see here, Dennis. You have more questions. Whatever the reason was, Big Brother couldn't get her done in Cleveland. You're supposed to be great. She had to go to New England to be great. Well, actually, honestly, he had a pretty good team in Cleveland. <laughs> they they won the uh, at the time the NFC Central. Uh, they had uh, uh, they brought in the um, oh man to Testaverde. He was actually playing pretty good. They had Metcalf. They had a really good uh, defense. They actually had a pretty good team when they left. So he had. If you watch. Watch the documentary uh, when the Browns left Cleveland. Watch, look at the coaching staff that Bill Belichick had on that team. Look at the players. Go back and look at the record. I mean, they were winning the year they left. I think they were in first place. And then everything happened. 
and they decided to move in their season. Whoop. So Bill Belichick was a good coach then. So anyway, that's not, yeah, you gotta watch that to find out exactly what happened in Cleveland. Totally agree, Joe. Thanks. Uh, let's see here. They named Athens High School football field. Yeah, no, actually, somebody, yeah, it was cool. Somebody on uh, Bengals Nation, I think, or maybe it was on, on my Strawberry Ice Facebook page, I don't remember, but they live up in Athens and actually sent a video and they drove up and showed showed the sign and everything. That's really cool. I mean, that's that's awesome. I'm, Athens isn't that far from here. One of these days, I might drive up there and go check it out. Uh, okay, here. Got some more questions. Hang on. Scroll down, scroll down. Uh, Bengals need, okay. Bengals need a coach who has old school thinking. Okay. Dennis, what is old school thinking? Old school thinking to me is hand the ball off and a cloud of dust. <laughs> that's that's old school football. They don't do that. You new football, they spread you five wide, they throw it all around. So, and you, yeah, so. I, I'm not sure what you I, I explain what old school thinking is. What 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 is what is Zach doing that's not old school thinking? You know, what what I mean he's benching guys. You know, that's one thing that's what kills me. Everybody got upset. I got upset because Marvin wouldn't do anything. Zach is doing stuff when people don't uh you know do things right, do what they're supposed to, he yanks them off the field. <laughs> I mean, so what that's pretty old school. You mess up, you go sit down. So I'm not sure what old school thinking that you're talking about, Dennis. Anyway, Jeremy Dane, old school. Exactly. That's like, hey, for all you wrestling fans, you know, The Undertaker gets on the top rope. Old school. <laughs> anyway. All righty here. Let's get, you guys get, keep going. If you got more questions, we keep the conversation going. I love to have gotten into some Bearcat conversation. I'm on Bearcat country, but you guys, I guess, don't know. I'm wearing Bearcat stuff. Let's talk. I mean, we should have been in the preseason NIT and we got kicked out. Does anybody know why? I'd love to know why. Cohen Sampson says we got kicked out. Well, actually, he said they're in. Didn't say technically we're out, but apparently we're out. I'd love to know why. Anyway, uh, I got Facebook groups here that I help run. And I invite you guys all to join them. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And as always, you can follow me on all my social media platforms, um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They're all under sports with strawberry ice. I'll be putting this on the um, podcast later on today. I hope I got to figure something out. I did something. I hope you guys can find it because I've looked on Spotify. I haven't seen it on there. It's on iTunes. It's on Apple. And those are the only ones I see my new, my new shows on is, is those. So I got to figure out what in the world I did. So anyway, if you get to find it and let's do it, give me a five-star review. YouTubers, like I said, we're up to 666 subscribers. I appreciate all, all of that. Oh, okay. Here you go, Dennis. All right. Let's see. Your old school thing is play smash mouth, run the ball, and help the defense get some air. That would be great. You need an offensive line to run the ball. <laughs> Joe Mixon is making cuts in the backfield. Almost as soon as Joe Burrow hands him the ball. I mean, all right. We had 505 yards against Jacksonville. Joe Mix Joe Mixon had a hundred and something yards <laughs> in that game. So, as I've said before, Dennis, and you love <laughs> talking to me. And I know you love my show. That's great. And we can have a, 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 a argument, a discussion, whatever. That's awesome. But if you fix the offensive line, it's going to be more like it was against Jacksonville when we play these better teams. That's what they're going to do. They are going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to move the ball. That's what Zach Taylor envisions. All right, I got one more before we get out of here. Adam, question for OG. All right, OG. Oh, gangsta. Jeff Strawberry Ice. I would talk about the Bearcats, but I love my Vols. Oh, well, I got a question for you. How'd you, how'd you like uh, Butch Jones? <laughs> yeah, he he worked out real well for you. <laughs> Just kidding, Adam. Oh, yeah, the vol Hey, the, maybe the Vols are starting to come around, man. I don't know. The, they they might have found something. We'll see. All right, guys. Since Jeremy is not on the show with me, he wants to leave you with a little me message. Hey, guys. Remember, this is very important. 
You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. <laughs> I'll uh, bring them the Colts. Exactly. And just remember, uh, not tomorrow, but Friday, me and Jeremy Dane. That's what you got to say. He's from Alabama. So I got to say Jeremy Dane, you know, <laughs> uh, and Mike Kyle. We will be doing the Strawberry Ice and Bengals Nation pregame preview. Yeah, basically, it's a fun football Friday show. Uh, talking about the Colts, talking about our thoughts, what's going on, different things, and all that. Adam, you liked my comment. <laughs> gotcha, brother. <laughs> anyway, other than that, it was fun talking with you guys. I enjoy all of the comments. Like I said, you guys can comment after the show. Uh, I try to answer all of them. I don't get to all of them, but I try to answer them. Other than that, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And you guys have a wonderful day. And that's just sports, baby. See you.